If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why do we keep talking about things that polls show nobody cares about? I guess because we hope you care about it, but people don't well, care. we're doomed to failure. People don't care about the national debt. I wish they did. We've been talking about it for years. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I just saw that SpaceX uh, rocket reland the way they do. It's astounding. It's amazing. It's a time of unthinkable technical achievements, and yet we're committing fiscal suicide as a people, and nobody can seem to comprehend the idea that if you overspend uh, for a long enough time, you will uh, bring on financial ruin. It's an interesting contrast in my crazy head. And I feel like the uh, the, <clears throat> the Republican Party, if they hadn't already, sent up the white flag this week or just signaled they don't care. We're not going to pretend to care anymore. Right. Tiana Lowe is a commentary writer for the Washington Examiner. Uh, she also founded the USC Economic Review. Tiana, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Excellent. So, uh, listen, we ask most of our guests who attended USC the same question. Merit or parent check? <laughs> and we uh, ask my that. Parents pay, my parents paid the old-fashioned way, which was, you know, SAT tutors, AP tests, right. all that. You know, the, bo- right. the boring regular math nerd stuff, I- not the half a million dollars to fake my way into a crew team. So. And we ask that not to sow clouds of doubt over your, your interview this morning, but to remove them. Tiana, entirely <laughs> merit at USC. Congratulations. So, hey, listen, you're a, a, a younger person. I'm guessing you hang out with, you know, at least to some extent, peers. Does anybody under the age of 45 give a damn about the the debt bomb that is going to saddle you you people with enormous taxes? I feel like Cassandra running around the wake of a destroyed Troy, trying to explain to everyone what a debt crisis actually looks like when it is here, what Social Security insolvency actually looks like when it is here, what the ramifications of Medicare for All and research and development looks like when it is here, and yet no one really seems to care. 
Yeah, we're getting that idea. And we don't have a party anymore, those of us who would like the country to live within its means, as the Republicans. Would you agree they signaled in the recent days that they just don't even care about the issue they, anymore? They probably signaled it a long time ago. It just became like abundantly evident this week. Oh, certainly. I mean, the fact that of one of the most talented presidential debate stages in modern American politics we chose the one guy who swore that he wouldn't touch Social Security, which, again, we knew would become insolvent in the next 15 years. He wouldn't touch Medicare, and he wouldn't touch Medicaid. So, I mean, this is a president who has never even really paid lip service to the idea of fiscal responsibility. So right now we're sort of in this dietary equivalent of all dessert with no veggies, where we get tax cuts, we get deregulation, but we get no spending cuts. All dessert and no veggies, which, you know, kids like, human beings like. It's just it's living in a fantasy land. And and to Trump running on, no, no, no I'm not going to touch entitlements and all that sort of stuff. He understood the electorate. He understood people don't actually care about this. And he was right. Yeah, and this is why the, the biggest failing of the Tea Party wasn't even just the policy it was the unwillingness to focus on the, the pure fiscal reality of the ramifications of this messaging. And instead, you know, we saw some form of the Tea Party coalesce around Trump and Trumpism. And, you know, protectionism and trade war, that's the opposite of what the Tea Party was supposed to stand for. So it is sort of funny that a decade ago we elected in a generation of conservatives into, or so-called conservatives into the Republican Party with this promise that they would tackle the spending and, you know, there's no sign that's that's coming anywhere in the next decade. Yeah, I you know, I, I read a substantial part of your piece, which is terrific. It's really well done. And we'll have a link at armstrongandgetty.com for folks. Uh, you know, I, I think the Tea Party movement ran into the immovable object, which is, um, you know, you can call it the swamp if you want. But the government has become such a colossus. It's become its own most important lobbyist. And so I just I just think we ran into Goliath and Goliath won this one. Um, Tiana Lowe is commentary writer for the Washington Examiner. I think you do a really, really good job of explaining in your piece why the Medicare for all fantasy is just that it's a fantasy. Can you give us a minute on that? So I think in a very pragmatic and theoretical sense, if someone told me if my taxes went up 10 percent, every single person in the country would have at least B-minus health care. People on the streets would at least have B-minus health care. I'd be perfectly willing to make that concession out of just pure logistics. You know, there are externalities to making sure that your electorate has their health care taken care of, whatever. But people forget that that's not what Medicare for All does. Medicare for All kneecaps the very system that makes global medicine possible. So we're 4.4% of the world's population, but we're 44% of the world's medical research and development and the majority of the world's patents. Um, We are 75% of the world's pharmaceutical profits, which means that not only are we directly subsidizing Europe's pharmaceuticals, Canada's pharmaceuticals, we're also just outright giving pharmaceuticals to to areas like Sub-Saharan Africa. You know, I mean, it's because of American research and development and philanthropic measures that we've been able to cut down on rates of HIV in Africa and rates of AIDS deaths and rates of malaria. Um, So I think people forget that when you you move from a profit-motivated system, you're ending all of the motivation for there to be new R&D and pharmaceuticals created. And this wouldn't be so much of an issue if the rest of the world also carried their weight, but they don't. 
the next greatest purveyor of medical R&D in the world is China. And And uh, I don't really think that we want to be relying on Chinese medicine. And the other uh, point that you make quite powerfully, I think, is that uh, Medicare would not exist at all. It would go broke immediately were it not subsidized every single day by private insurance uh, holders overpaying for medical services so that Medicare can continue to underpay. Um, and that just the numbers could not work without private insurance still existing. But uh, again, the pieces yeah. is really, really good. Um, it's it's worth a read. Tiana Lowe, commentary writer for the Washington Examiner. Uh, you know what? It just uh, the reason we're still talking about this stuff, pure stubbornness, just pure unwillingness to do what would be good for us and pander. So we encourage you to, to commit career suicide as well. Good luck. Thanks, Tiana. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. So, yeah, I, was, I, was, I was wondering uh, for us and her and anybody else that's uh, you know an influencer or opinion maker or whatever you make your living talking to people, um, you can annoy people by continuing to talk about it. I'm not sure that's the best move. I don't know what you do at this point. I think you just you just wait until the the devastation comes and then discuss how to get out of it. I don't know. You know, one of our old bosses uh, who was simultaneously um, brilliant and nuts, as a lot of brilliant people are, um, was talking about a, a friend of his, also in the radio business, getting canned, and and he said, and and help me out because Jack, I remember, I know you remember this too. He said the problem with his friend was that he kept saying the same thing in the same way. And he was right. He was absolutely right. But after a while, it wore people out. And they just didn't want to hear him anymore. So they Mm -hmm. got rid of him. Um, you got to find different ways to say the same thing. Maybe it's helping people understand, particularly younger people, what it will mean when the poo hits the fan. And the poo will absolutely hit the fan. <clears throat> it means devastating levels of taxes and huge slashes in all of the glorious sounding government programs you value. There will be no help for the sick and the poor and the downtrodden because there will be no money. They will be starving in the streets. Old people will be on their own. They will be glad to get cat food. You will turn over two-thirds of your paycheck, two-thirds of it, to the government, and not for some sort of glorious Medicare for all and assured employment. That's just to keep the lights on. You know, maybe we need some good apocalyptic storytellers to make movies about it or... Or something, I don't know. But nobody seems to give a damn. And you know what? Listen, uh, while you're at the party and everybody's getting it on, man, everybody's a little bit hammered or (laughs) enjoying the substance of their choice, they understand that they're going to pay a terrible price in the morning, but you just don't care. And we're in that period right now. And I don't know exactly what to do about it. Probably nothing. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. 
This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 